This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, November 28th. Atlanta officials on Sunday called on parents and the village to help reduce gun violence among school-age youths after a 12-year-old boy died when he was among six shot near Atlantic Station the night before. Five other people were injured in the shooting that broke out shortly after 8 p.m. Saturday. One of them, whose age was not released, remained in critical condition Sunday. Police did not release the age of that person, but they confirmed all victims were under the age of 18. The Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office identified the 12-year-old victim as Zion Charles. The shooting happened after a group of young people were escorted off Atlantic Station property by security and off-duty Atlanta officers for unruly behavior and violating the retail area's curfew. In other news, Saturday marked the first day of early voting for the December 6th U.S. Senate runoff. From Atlanta to Athens and beyond, folks appear to be taking full advantage. Wait times at the DeKalb County Elections Office eclipsed two hours. A huge line of voters was already gathered in Marietta when Cobb County opened polls at noon. Leading up to the runoff, Walker did not have any public campaign events announced in advance on Saturday. Warnock had a series of stops, including an afternoon rally in Sandy Springs with several local officials and U.S. Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey. Meanwhile, the many sides of the late House Speaker David Ralston were honored in a funeral ceremony on Sunday that brought hundreds to his beloved hometown of Blue Ridge, nestled beneath the green-topped mountains that forged him. Ralston, who died on November 16th shortly after announcing he would give up his gavel, was one of Georgia's most influential leaders. Hardly anything substantial passed the legislature over the past 13 years without his approval. His funeral service put his legacy on display. Georgia State Patrol officers filled an entire section of a performance arts center for a final salute, while high-ranking state officials, prominent clergy leaders, and business executives packed the aisles. His legislative legacy included dozens of consequential bipartisan measures during the terms of Deal and Governor Brian Kemp, who remembered him at an earlier capital ceremony as a loyal friend through times of victory and loss. And Metro Atlanta hiring boomed in October as the region added 25,700 jobs, while the region's economy geared up for its seasonal surge. According to Mark Butler, the state's labor commissioner, while housing has been hard hit by rising interest rates and the unemployment rate ticked up, hiring was solid in a number of sectors, including tech, retail, hospitality, and health care. Help wanted signs are still common despite the anti-inflation efforts by the Federal Reserve, which for a year has been raising short-term interest rates. With those changes leaching into mortgage rates, the Fed has managed to tank the housing market, but it hasn't stymied most other consumer spending or job growth. The Metro Atlanta labor force last month increased by 8,796, and according to the Department of Labor, it has grown by nearly 62,000 in the past 12 months. In that same year, the region's economy has added 153,600 jobs. Spoken Layer